Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation, including The Owl House, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Sarah Dolman. Hello. Allie Martin. Hi. And Michelle Ender. Hello. The Owl House uh, Season 1 has concluded today. Uh, we are here to react to the big finale of season one, Young Blood, Old so- Old Souls, also Agony of a Witch, um, aired last week, and we have not talked about it yet, so we'll talk about both of these episodes here on this season one finale reactions podcast for The Owl House. We've been podcasting on season one of The Owl House. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com. If you want to subscribe to us on your podcast app, search for Owl House Overly Animated. You should find our Owl House feed or our main feed, and our YouTube is YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated, where you can subscribe to not miss our, our Owl House podcast as well. Uh, a lot of hype for some of these discussions we've been having. We're going to talk about some different things probably on this one, but we'll all, we'll get to Lumity. If you're listening for Lumity, we'll still talk about it. Um, <laughs> we'll make it happen. We'll make, yeah, How can we not? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but first, the finale just aired. Make sure you've seen it. Young Blood Old Souls, I mean, aired on the app, out on TV tonight. Make sure you've seen all of the season one of The Outhouse. Come back and listen. Big spoiler warning. Starting now. Let's get your reactions to this finale. Uh, Sarah, what did you, uh, what were your big reactions to Young Blood Old Souls? Yeah, I really liked it. And, you know, I thought, especially on rewatch, thinking about sort of like the themes of the show and how it's sort of developed across this first season, I think it was just a really wonderful encapsulation of everything the show has been trying to do. Uh, I mean, minus the Lumity, but that's okay. Um, Because, you know, I think it was really just like an ode to how far Luz has come in her journey, like her her development of self-confidence and her sense of belonging with with all the people there. And I can't even remember where it's called now, Bonesboro, <laughs> the Boiling Isles. Um, but yeah, I thought it was like a really beautiful, heartwarming um, finale that, you know, had some like interesting, you know, backstory that we got. It was it was like a slightly quieter episode, I think, than like than maybe some of like the other bigger finale, like 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 the um, Agony of the Witch. Ha- it, Agony of the Witch had, you know, that big fight scene and it was very intense and I thought this had a lot going on, but it felt like just like slightly quieter, but maybe more emotional to me. Um, but yeah, I, I was really happy with it. And and yeah, I thought it was a great end to the season. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, we can talk about maybe the difference in quieter. It's interesting. We can get into that. Uh, Allie, what were your big reactions to the finale, though? Well, I really thought it was going to be left on a much more like traumatic cliffhanger, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But I was... Overall, oh, sorry, overall really satisfied, even if like Amity was sort of lacking in this episode, we're going to get to it. But I think it was like kind of justified because pretty much like what, what Sarah said, this show, not that it's about Luz, but she is the main character. And it's, I think, more important to see how far she's come and how far she's still going to go. Um, I really, I think it did feel a little fast paced, but I think it's also partly because we're used to having like 20 episodes instead of 19 in a season. It's like a weird odd number thing. Um, but I think they did it pretty well. Like it, nothing really felt off except for, you know, I only want more. Um, I don't know. I'm glad that we focused like more on the plot and got backstory to some characters, maybe like hinted at some other things. Like I have passages here from the book that I want to address later, but I don't know. I liked it overall. I really liked it. I want more. I'm not ready for this hiatus. That's just how I feel right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's we can... a mood. 
Be, yeah. let's, we'll be sad about this at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm sad about it now. I like that you have passages from King's book pulled. That's good. Yeah. You can get into that. Um, yeah, that was an interesting opening. Um, okay, Michelle, what were, what were your main reactions to the finale? I I honestly was expecting a lot of high drama just based on the cliffhanger of Agony of a Witch. I agree with Sarah. This felt a little quieter, but I think that's in part just because like, there was so much like info dumping they wanted to give us right up top and then they had like a lot of flashbacks to get to and they they decided to very quickly try to make Lilith a lot more sympathetic than I was expecting because like I was ready to defend Lilith like I know a lot of people were like so (laughs) mad at her from the last episode I feel like in a way Luce kind of embodied all that fandom anger and it was like kind of hilarious but then like yeah they they complicated so quickly and gave us so much context and now it seems like while that's not completely resolved between them, um, I think they're way closer to mending the relationship than they were before. And that's like a really nice way to end the season, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's like a lot of plot stuff in this episode. And I feel like I, I'm i curious about the direction next season's going to take based off of like some pretty big changes they've made with characters now. Um, and some characters became more important than I, I thought they were going to be. We'll talk about that. But yeah, I feel like last episode was so good for just like emotional highs and lows and just like feeling like so like invested, but also scared because you want everyone to be okay. And this one was a lot more like setting up things for next season, kind of closing out some of those loose plot threads and like kind of trying to balance plot with like emotions left over from the last episode i think they did a pretty good job and yeah i'm like i'm left wanting more just like ali like i i want a lot more of the show <laughs> we all want more yeah um we'll, 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 okay well again at the end we can talk about when you know when when's it coming back we'll talk about season two um, in case you weren't sure how we felt yeah okay yeah in case you weren't sure yeah um i i really really like the finale i think like if this wasn't gonna have my faves amity and lumity in it then uh, <laughs> this is as good as i was uh i think it could have gone i was really impressed by this finale this is more my speed than your agony of the witch which is like this really drama devastating you know like it was good yes. but uh i was i'm like uh, this is more of like i think more of a typical fantasy finale um there's a lot of like world building in here i thought it was handled really well there's a lot of lilith stuff i think this is lilith's best episode episode by far it's not a it's not a character i'd super connected with in the past but i thought she really came together here um i think the edith stuff was handled really well it was everything was fast paced i really enjoyed that i think owl house is different in that it's you know it's a full half hour show um some episodes i think have a little bit struggled to stretch the half hour and i did not feel that way at all like there's tons jam back in here and i really like that personally um and, uh, yeah, I think it was a great episode for Luz's character. I, like, I, I see the quieter, like, definitely less drama, but I saw this as the climax of the season. I saw this as, like, the big moments for Luz and Luz's arc. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, some of the themes we're getting into this definitely felt like a bookend to the first episode going back to the conformatorium. I was, I liked that concept. I didn't know what we were doing. We're going to go back to the palace. Like, that seems weird. I like this approach. Still face off with the emperor. Um, still leave us in in a status quo, but having a much better idea of the mythology of the show, which I'm excited to talk about. The because uh, I, I think going into these last two episodes, we didn't really understand anything about the Emperor, the overall like what's going on, and have a much better sense now. We brought the portal back in, I think, in a good way. So I think basically all the big uh, 
big themes of the season, you know, with the potential exception of Lumity, which I kind of saw Grom as a climax to that. We'll talk about that. Um, I think we're really brought to a head here. I, I was impressed by this finale for sure. And also, I can, you know, we're talking about Agony of the Witch, guys. I was impressed by that one, too. I, I, I even more enjoyed the finale for me. What about Hootie, though? I want your face. <laughs> Just, okay, why, more though? I think that Hootie, there's plenty of Hootie in Agony of a Witch. Uh, he wasn't here for the enough. finale, though. At least Amity had a screen okay, time I don't for, think like, the three seconds, seconds of Amity, who's a more important <laughs> character than Hootie. Hot, is that a hot take? That Amity's a more important <laughs> character than Hootie? Yes. Depends who you ask. Yeah, it depends who you ask. Everyone's in love with Hootie all of us. That's all the fa- uh, <laughs> apparently when there's no Lumity in the episodes, all the fandom talks about is Hootie. Uh, yeah, he could have like for- helped storm the castle. Things would have gone I maybe smoother. He took out Lilith's whole guard and her, and he like wasn't even trying. Like for all we know, he was sleep hooting the whole time through that. Like, <laughs> imagine what he could do with the emperor. Yeah, yeah. He was impressive in the second to last episode, Hootie. Okay, we can come back to Hootie. I want to. I don't know how much we'll see uh, what what there's talk about. But Sarah brought up, I think, Luz, and Sarah's had so much uh, great things to say about Luz's arc. I think throughout this season of Owl House podcast, so I'd be interested in your take, Sarah, on what elements of Luz kind of came to a head in this finale. Yeah, absolutely. I think what's really interesting is, you know, we start out the young blood old souls with Luz blaming herself for Ida getting captured. And she takes unto herself the responsibility for going and saving her. And like, on the one hand, it's like, you know, Luz, like, don't blame yourself. Like, obviously, clearly it wasn't your fault. And like, Ida explains this to her, but also like, she feels confident that she can actually save Ida. And throughout the whole season, we've like seen her like be like, oh, I can go do this. Like, I'll be um, the the person that does the, the Grom person that fights Grom and like all these other things. But like here, like we really see her, her like actual like witch skills really like have like blossomed so much, like literally and not literally because she can do all that really awesome plant magic. Um, but like she's extremely determined to save Ida and she's become like super clever, super skilled with all of the glyphs. And like it was something that she was concerned about at the beginning of like she doesn't really fit in she doesn't do things the way other people do um she doesn't want to conform to other people's standards but she also really wants to be taken seriously as a witch and i think that like her confidence is just like really grown and she was she was able to help save ida in in ultimately and she was able to use magic really effectively in a lot of ways and she feels really proud of herself at the end and i just felt like so heartwarmed for her um, by the end where she's sharing with her mom like yeah I chipped off part of the emperor's uh, little mask thing like he he doesn't have all the power and you know she's got so many people around her that care about her and support her and so that's really come a long way of her feeling like she's you know capable and can be calm in herself and that she has people around her that are supporting her and that's that's basically my loose spiel I'm really happy with how things have gone for loose yeah, that's great. I was I was really struck by two aspects of Luz, and the first one is what you talked about, and that it loses confidence. I mean, 
I think Lou's always always kind of a confident uh, person in terms of her quirkiness. Um, but uh, like the ma- her her confidence in her magic, I mean, she was just firing off yes. those glyphs in in the finale. Yeah. yeah. Um. She she t- the M- the the uh, confort the what what's his name the confortorium guy. Uh. He's uh. Yeah. He's he was the big bad of the pilot. She takes him out in two seconds. Oh, in, yeah. uh, in, yeah, that's in the so finale. true. Oh man, I was shocked. Like, I and love- she's like, draw me a map. Like she just like <laughs> yeah. goes for that was it. A great and joke. he does it. Yeah, and after good. that, like the like the second in command is like chastising him about. It. He's like, I can't. Believe you drew her yeah. a map, like come on. Yeah, but that you know, at the end, she uh, threatens Kiki, and she uh, Kiki gives uh, gets frees them. Uh, she takes on the emperor, and she chips him. You know, like yeah. uh, like emperor. chips him. What? Oh, not God, not no, Shira chips, not that type of chip. <laughs> uh, like chips his mask. <laughs> and it, yeah, he seems so invincible, and uh, you know, she yeah. makes a, a physical dent, which I really like uh, that aspect. Then he becomes Sans Undertale. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. The uh, maybe. Yeah, I want to say like you know she had the help of having the the um the cape, the magic yeah. cape that protected her. Um, but I but I also think like what I wanted to just add on to what you said, like you know she has been throughout the whole season like really confident. But I think that there was like there's like those two different levels of confidence where it's like yes she kind of puts on a confident front to mm. to try to feel like she's capable, but she's underlying that is a lot of self doubt, mm. and so I feel like that has sort of risen to be like more like she actually does feel like she's um, capable and doesn't have that lingering doubt beneath the confidence that she puts forward. Yeah, I, I think, I, yeah, I think that that sounds uh, definitely right. And we've seen kind of these introspective moments from Luz throughout the season. And she just, just this, this incredible display of confidence. The second aspect of Luz, I was really surprised by this, her intensity, um, yeah. her, her, just her anger at, at certain points. Um, Luz is just this happy, carefree kind of person who's always like this, at least puts on this upbeat facade. And she was just actively, uh, kind of, Ang, give me up a back type of angry <laughs> in the, <laughs> with with Ida. Um, I'm glad you were bringing up Avatar because never mind, I'll get to it. Yeah, oh, well, I'm worried now, but uh, the oh, don't the be Owl Librarian. No, 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 I don't. I'm thinking of oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the uh no i i think yeah she's just so intense i don't know my my lumity brain is like uh the big difference between uh Luz and amity amity has this intensity and i didn't get that from Luz before but now there may be more of a match than i had anticipated um but uh the no i i think it was like uh i think that goes hand in hand with her confidence i think to a large aspect um mm-hmm. I, I think her decision making has also i don't know if it's like improved but it's definitely become more like strong for lack of a better term like with her blowing up the portal First of all, like I really I was getting like strong, obviously like she revives, but also kind of reverse. I was thinking of Cora, like how she opened the portals. Either way, it was like for other people's well-being. So she's putting other people before, you know, her self, I guess. I mean, with her mom, it's kind of complicated, but I think it was a very unexpected decision. I mean, when she was handing him the briefcase, I was like, are you really you're really doing this? But then like she pulled an anime twist because she knows all of them. Oh and my she's God, the she from. That's true. Yeah. yeah, she's the bad boy. She's she knows what she's doing. She's the bad boy. But also at that... the end when uh, like, I mean, this is kind of spoilers for the end, but when <laughs> it's revealed that Ida and Lilith, yeah, fair, that they can't do magic and that she's going to teach them human magic that just made me so emotional Mm. like she's come like from the beginning she's like explaining to amity in that one episode like it doesn't come naturally to me i have to improvise but like in the end it doesn't matter like you can still be powerful with the power that you have to you like as long as you use it correctly like she's just gonna be such a great young adult character for kids to look up to and just in general she's 
I really like her characterization in this. Yeah, and she's like, she's not, she like, she hasn't allowed herself to be limited by that she doesn't, like, internally have the ability to do magic. And, like, I think that's something that's really, like, because I, I have my notes out that I had taken for the premiere, and I'm just looking, and it's like, yes, this is exactly, like, Luz, like, she just wants to be herself. She doesn't want to be limited by, like, what either the real world or the magic world can handle. And, yeah, she just, like, learns how to be really great in her own terms, and I, I just love it so much. Yes. Yeah, also, I mean, going back to the violence, she was, like, all about anarchy in the first half of this episode, breaking the TVs and stepping on the grass. She's a Zoomer. It's perfect. <laughs> She's so good. She's stepping yeah, on the grass for a purpose. In this episode. Yeah, for anarchy. Yeah. Go to jail. That was a really good comedic yeah. moment, too. I think those are the two that I remember, the grass and then the Adramia map. Um, it the, was. The, the humor in the show really hits it on the nose. This, this finale is very polished to me, including the the humor. Um, yeah. I, I was I was impressed. Uh, yeah, the 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 moment of Luz putting the glyphs on uh, the the briefcase it looks like, but it's the portal, right? Like uh, the mm-hmm. whatever you got. Yeah, like yeah. that's such a impactful moment. One of the biggest, if not the biggest, of the finale. Um, yeah, Luz. Yeah, like Luz pulling that off. I think uh, de- definitely like this may be the culmination of her confidence. In addition to facing off against the Emperor, and then yeah, I love the talking about the scene with Edith at the end and how maybe their dynamic has flipped and. See this. The season's uh, big aspect is Ida as a mentor to Luz, and uh, you know then Luz might have to now mentor Ida a little bit in terms of the special magic she she's learned, which we see Ida the reverse trope. Reverse trope. We see that Ida can do it too, which was really really beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah, and also playing into the found family, which we could uh, <laughs> talk about too, which I think ties into Lilith. Um, any other yeah. uh, brief Luz comments? But we can also get to it at any point. Her being back on Earth for like five seconds made me really emotional. Yeah, we can talk about Earth and the portal and stuff, but yeah, that that was a good scene too. Um, yeah, the, the, we get we get this. The, we've been talking about the Found family, I think, with uh, you know Ida, Luz, and King, and now we're adding Lilith to that. Um, so let's talk about Lilith. Uh, I was just struck by the fandom's reaction to Lilith after the second to last episode. A lot of <laughs> anger. Um, and then uh, we get the reversal in this episode. Michelle, uh, walk me through kind of how you felt about Lilith these past two weeks. Well, I like, I mean, of course I was upset when we found out the shocking revelation that she was the one who cursed Ida. Like, I honestly hadn't expected that. And I hadn't seen a lot of people guessing that either. I think we assumed this was like a very long game thing. We find out in like season three or four who actually cursed Ida. But no, it's her sister. And we found out in episode 18. Surprise. Um, I mean, like, I just like, because their whole like rift, but still kind of like, trying to find out how to bond as adults has been such a big part of the first season. By the time we got to that reveal, like it seemed pretty clear that it was a very, like a very regretful decision that she had made. And and it was also made when they were both children, which complicates it. And and it's implied it's been the secret for so long that she's regretted, but also hasn't reversed, which is like also like not great, but you know, um, so I think, like, even if we hadn't gotten, like, so much information to back up her side of this for this episode, I was still gonna go in pretty hard being like, look, like, you know, there's probably layers to this. I do think the fact that, like, 
Ida seems to be inherently like be- better at magic than her and and her being the younger sister like I definitely understand how that could be a really big insecurity for Lilith and how that colored her decision to curse her sister when she was also like a teenager which isn't like the best Mm-hmm. You know, time in your life to be making life-changing decisions, <laughs> even though she does, like, say, like, oh, well, I only thought it last for a day. Like, I didn't think she'd have this curse for life. But, I mean, I, I appreciate getting all this because, like, to me, this means, like, because we've given all the backstory so quickly after, like, the reveal, the show may now, like, want to kind of move past this part of, like, their whole rift that's been such a big part of the first season. And maybe they're going to start really focusing on mending their relationship in season two. And I, I'm, I am really glad that Lilla took, like she did the, you know, we got the spell thing again, where she took like half the burden on. Cause like, honestly, objectively, while like Ida doesn't deserve any of the curse, I do think it's a little more fair that Lilla take on half of it since she's the one who cursed her in the first place. And that's now a new layer to both their lives. They can kind of share, like not like in a nice way, but just in a like, they're going to have that extra layer of understanding each other. And I think that's something Lilith's going to gain a lot more perspective of if she turns into like a half owl lady every month or something now for the rest <laughs> of her life or whatever. So I really like it. I love seeing um, sibling like struggs, honestly, like it's so <laughs> it's so like complicated, right? Like yes. siblings are tough and sometimes mm-hmm. stuff like this can yes. happen and it's so much harder to, to fix things when you're an adult because by then you don't live in the same house, you don't go to the same school. Like you really have very separate lives and you can be as little involved with each other as you want. So I I think for the show to tackle an adult sibling relationship is kind of like a really nice layer that I don't think we see a lot. I mean, you'd be like, yeah, Gravity Falls did that, but like still it's different. Plus these are ladies, so it's just going to be a little different. And they're not (laughs) twins. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, there's an age gap. And that's like a whole, like, I feel like the age gap is so, it was so important when they were kids. And I don't know, like, side note, like, young Ida's voice, like, gave me so much life. She sounded so cool. I I was shook. I thought they did a great VA choice for that. Yeah. Uh, Wait, for the flashbacks? Yeah. Yeah, for the flashbacks. It was done really well. I kind of thought Ida's um, kid voice was, like, her pitch changed for a minute i was wondering that i don't know really i didn't good. check mm, i didn't check, check the credit you can check the credits it's definitely go, a yeah. different actor but it sounded just like her i was very impressed i know yeah. it fits so well yeah. she got the mannerisms whoever did it, it was exactly yeah. the same yeah like like the flashbacks so we brought up the the sharing the uh burden uh spell moment gorgeous uh, moment of the so finale mm-hmm. um, i think probably that and the uh in addition to the the setting the the briefcase on fire probably the two big biggest moments for me of the, of the finale that was like really i think and a really good tie back to the flashbacks um that was interesting interpretation that maybe they still both have the curse to a certain extent i interpreted it as neither probably has the curse anymore but the consequences but their that... eyes like there's a physical <laughs> i feel like their eyes both turning gray just the one eye is like how you and i think uh lilith also had like a, new had a gray strand of gray in hair, her hair yeah, yeah. yeah so i feel like they they both have it to some extent but it's not clear how much it'll manifest since it's like half of a full curse definitely the, I think biggest, it's there. the big uh thing we know is that Ida can't do magic anymore Lilith's yeah. magic seems to be diminished it's possible that's it it's possible um the curse manifest uh I mean because I was the thing that I was um con- so I'll say I think this makes a lot of sense with what was presented last episode I think people were mm-hmm. um you know 
I don't want to say rush to judgment or anything, but like it was a strong reaction to Lilith <laughs> from one episode. The emotions were high, but it was to clear to me that Lilith ultimately wanted Ida cured, and that was part yeah. of her motivation was bringing mm-hmm. uh, Lilith Emperor to cure, and now Lilith Emperor was tricking her. Um, number one, number two, she didn't think the curse was going to be permanent when she did it, and it's like, okay, maybe we wait for the full explanation before we start getting super angry. Um, but uh, that you know, I also you know, she was uh, obviously not thinking things through in multiple points, including at the end when she's older. Um, but uh, I will say, like, it was a little strange to me that like because Ida turned down the fight, right, like the placement fight. And so clearly was doing that to honor Lilith as her sister, as a sign mm. of respect, knowing she could win. Uh, it, I thought it was weird that, like, Lilith didn't try faster to fix her curse just because, like, they were on such good terms. And it's like, well, she was so clearly, like, trying to do it in your best. Like, I, I'm assuming it was just guilt all these years that kept her from trying to change her back. But I felt, I don't know. That did kind of make it a, like, well, like, just apologize then. It's only been a day. Yeah, like, what I didn't you know yeah, you what could I, fix it now. The thing that didn't make fully sense to me is that if she could have undone the curse, um, why did she need the emperor? But I guess the explanation at the end is that in order to undo the curse, she needs to take a hit to her own magic. So she's trying to avoid that. Is that what happened? No, Probably. No, and they also. I, that's a, I think it's a separate spell. I think she bought that scroll on the witch black market and she's like, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to try it out. And it's like maybe like a really powerful, really like obscure curse. So they don't actually know what the real. Like, yeah, maybe we- the Emperor knows what the real curse removal is, but I think she just sidestepped it by doing the other, like... That's what it seemed like at yeah. then. I think we'd heard that potentially it. the only person that can undo a curse is the person that, that casts it, um, or a spell. Mm-hmm. I think we'd heard that earlier in the show. That didn't seem to apply here. Yeah. Um, but maybe sure. the only one that can take on the burden is the person who casts it. I, but it's... Maybe. It's kind of unclear. Um I just want a backstory of what happened, like, immediately after that. Like, maybe Lilith did look yeah. for Ida, but she flew off. Like, who knows where the heck she went. And then Lilith was pretty much taken in by the Emperor's Coven. Like, she didn't have a choice at that point because she won by default. And she was already, like, seemingly regretting it. I don't know. I want more backstory. Yeah, she might have been taken in immediately. I got the impression from the second last episode, the Emperor's Coven is basically the uh, the court of the Emperor. Like, they live there in the castle in a traditional medieval court fashion. Yeah. Right. Um, so she probably immediately just, just went to live there. Gross. Um, <laughs> by the way, I don't see young Lilith or Eda credited as voices in, so it's possible they were pitched oh, versions. Oh, whoa, of no way. Wow. Oh my god, young Eda sounds so good, though. Stan <laughs> <laughs> harder. Stan harder. No uh, any, any other big Lilith reactions? Uh, how do we feel about her now? Are we good with Lilith, or is it tepid? I will say, as a younger sister who has, like, a really crappy older sibling, at first I was also, like... <laughs> really upset with what she did but i like i knew there was like there had to be a reason because you don't make a character like that unsympathetic but um i mean i like how she was handled it's still like it shouldn't be forgiven but she's working on a path to redeem herself like she's not fully redeemed she's just starting to redeem herself now and i think that's really valid i like that she's going to be a part of the team and hopefully try to be a better person Luz is going to hopefully make her a better person or help in that i really liked it yeah, Sarah, you. What do you think Lilith is next? Is part fully part of the team? She, maybe she could be like a vigilante figure, or is she like fully on board with Ida and Luz? I don't know. What I was thinking about towards the end was like, like you know, was she forced at this point to leave the coven because you know they were about to they're going to petrify her along with Ida, or like, like yeah. you know, does she have the option of returning, or does or can she, or does she have to basically stay? I think like the like the interesting thing is like you know clearly she cares about Ida and didn't like 
really want to risk Idola's life, but she also has this like competing desire of greatness and following the emperor. Like mm-hmm. she has that ambition, and 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 it's like I think that you know that's I think it's always going to be a part of her that's going to be striving for that. Considering she was willing to risk Ida with the curse in the first place, although she like was a child then, but clearly it's, it's very important to her. And like, you know, if she, if she, if she believed that there was a way to heal Ida's curse without having to, you know, capture Ida and bring her to the emperor, then, I, then, you know, maybe she would have done that. Uh, but on the other hand, like, would she, does she like care, like, you know, part of that part of her that really wants to be part of the emperor's coven is stronger. And then, so, and so she basically rationalized like, Oh, I can have Ida join and I can remain mm. part of the coven. So like, I don't know. I think it's really complicated and I, I don't really know what we're going to see from Lilith, but I think that it, they have that competing priorities is still going to be there for her. That never really goes away when you have a sibling as sad as that sounds. Like yeah. even if you do have like a good relationship, there is always going to be some element of competition between you two. I mean, maybe not always, but <laughs> a lot of the time. I, I want to know, think- like, did their parents push them to join the coven, or did they rather their parents push them to like like the coven? Like, I don't know. It does. It yeah, we didn't like they had really some sort see of why that was so important to Lilith. I think well, she said she wanted to like it- help make the world a better place, but right. like also. Yeah. I also think it's, I don't know, like, honestly, I think, like, it's, like, the hot new thing, right? It's only been around (laughs) less than 50 years at that point. So there's probably, like, a lot of, like, flyers and stuff, like, oh, man, I don't want to miss out. But also, like, Lilith, Lilith's insecurities seem like such a big part of her character. So for her, like, she doesn't feel like she's as good as her younger sister. She wants to be, like, seen as, like, a powerful, cool, capable witch. And this is, like, the most prestigious thing that will give her that sense of credibility, right? So, like, of course she wants to join that. Like, I think about the times, like, in the earliest episodes, we saw how she was framed as, like, because she's, like, the top of the Emperor's Coven. She's, like, the main person of that coven. And that's, like, the the highest title someone who's not the Emperor could probably have doing what she does. And I, I think that title means a lot to her. But that's still because she has insecurity about her capabilities compared to Ida. And it does like suck that she's like held on to that even as like an adult. So I feel like honestly, like it's going to take Lilith finding a way to feel confident in her abilities outside of like her relationship to Ida for her to probably feel like a more complete <laughs> person, you know, yeah. for her to find her own strongest self. Like it can't be in relation to Ida. I feel like that's not, that hasn't proven to be a very healthy <laughs> Yeah, thing for her in terms of her feeling complete and happy and like I do think it's like extra sad that for her being the top person in this hierarchy like all she ever was told to do was like go get her sister because like even though Ida didn't even want to be in the coven like seems like that was Lilith's childhood dream but Ida was just like eh I'll like train with you and like I don't care uh, it really mattered to Lilith because she was the one who wanted that sense of she wanted the system to define her her sense of self and to mm, feel important. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, wow. that's and it was all Ida's... defined by Ida. In the yeah. End. And like, so I know, isn't that, doesn't that suck? She worked her way up. She's that. the that's top person and all the emperor tells her, he's like, Oh, that's cool. But can you capture her sister? She's really the one we need to like, that's such a bummer <laughs> take care of right now. Like that's so, I can't imagine how like, that's awful. Not like insulting, but just like demoralizing that is when it, and you it spent so... taken as demeaning, you know, Yeah, when that's your trauma just... through your whole life. And then it yeah. comes back to you. 
I really think like her not being attached to the coven is going to do her a world of good. And maybe she can take some time even away from Ida to just figure herself out. Like, what does she actually want? I mean, clearly the emperor lied straight up to her. Like, I, I don't know if she's going to be conflicted about that for too long. Maybe she can really do something completely different now and be really good at that and just feel better about herself on her own maybe i don't know but that's why i like willow she's just like she's got some big flaws but man they're relatable i get it characters mm-hmm. with flaws are the best <laughs> they are it's a broad statement them. that's why we love hootie hootie's so flawed. what no come on i mean i agree that he's flawed okay uh wow <laughs> oh, okay you can agree with that i'll agree with that part no i think that was great discussion on lilith and yeah maybe the best thing for lilith is not to be Good living the outhouse. I, I going back to what Sarah said. It is a little unclear if she is banished from the coven. At the beginning of the episode, she expressed this desire to go back to the emperor's co- coven, um, but she is also sent to be petrified. Um, so, do they want her back? It's un- it is it is. Uh, un- but she's she's with them at the end. It gives you the impression that she's on Ida's side now, but it might not be the case. So we'll have to well, see. They definitely don't two. want her back, like in the coven. They just want to yeah. capture her because they said they're going to be like stalking the people who live in the house now. So that's not a good sign. Right. For her. I mean, you know, we don't we don't get explicit mention. I think of uh, Lilith. And back to the yeah, the emperor just sends her to find Ida. I, I don't get the impression the emperor has many people he really lets in very close, if any. Like Lilith should be one of those people. Kiki, maybe. Um, Kiki. can we talk about Kiki like I don't I know she's not like a priority uh, I get I get such like not like umbrage vibes from her but just like I feel like she's like honestly like I know the emperor is very powerful but I swear like if anything happened to the emperor she would become the big bad so fast that's what I'm wondering too is she the titan in disguise yeah like this is your new theory like honestly Kiki's going up her sleeve she's always there she's so calculating she seemed personally so bothered by like the end of the episode like i can't believe like Luz got away can't believe like Ida got away had a grudge against lilith like this yeah, whole time you could like, tell an agony of a witch too she had like an attitude on with her this tiny lady I don't like, like her. do we stand do we stand no, i stand, no. I, stand. Well, I think I she's like more her. dangerous than bellows because we just don't know oh, enough I mean, but she's she's more calculating i, I think why that's stand. dylan why do you stand her name's Kiki. Dylan obviously i stand <laughs> <laughs> this is his, like i stand hootie so he'll stand kiki this is what it is yeah if too many people start standing kiki i'll get off but uh, for <laughs> now i'm on the kiki I it has it. to be the subversive stand yeah, yeah that's why i i would stand hootie but no like everyone loves him so it's i'm not i'm done um no kiki, she's we need someone we need someone who's like a loyalist to them or like now the lilith's gone there's we only have kiki and then we meet this new guy who's going to be stalking them at the end briefly but really like you know we need someone who's not the emperor who's on the emperor's side that we have but- some sort of sort of idea of who they are like okay this means okay so lilith isn't in the, in the covenant anymore and she was amity's mentor what if freaking kiki is going to be her mentor now that's going to be terrible i don't yeah, want well, okay, that okay let's transition okay, no. because that plot did not uh seem that's to a come big transition here. i know um, but like so well okay let's talk uh, <laughs> this is early for this i mean i was going to bring up even earlier it's early for this discussion but here's my justification a lot of people okay. subscribe to our youtube channel because we had been talking about <laughs> lumity for the past three podcasts almost exclusively so people are going to be like where's the lumity okay so now we talk about where's the lumity where's amity where is it I, um it's amity here. was in it's these here who's amity who's amity yeah the, amity herself foreshadowed this um no but uh, she <laughs> she's she was in each episode for like three seconds um we i i, I 
did I did try to warn you guys then the last podcast um and uh but it's it's but let's talk about it. like is this what well, well, first of all like what was the reaction like we all love Amity we're all very attached to Lumity Lumity was the number one topic in the Owl House fandom and there's zero Lumity in these last two episodes in the finale the big finale of season one like are we upset about that do we accept it uh Sarah how are you feeling um, I, I accept it. I think that, you know, what we needed to do in terms of the, the you know, Ida and Lilith stuff and the Luce's journey stuff, I think that it made sense how they did it. And I think that, you know, it's like, of course they put uh, Amity in a cast because there had to be an explanation for her to not be there helping uh, Luce every step of the way. That was why I, I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. yeah and then she had he, a sling, yeah. so maybe she heard uh, it even yeah. more. Like, what? Yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Dylan was right about this one, but I think that you know we <laughs> this did... one. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, but we did, you know, we got some we got really great stuff that culminated with Grom and Wing It Like Witches, and I think that it, you know, it really still opens up to so much more happening in season two, and and I think. Um, you know, I, I I was on the train that like, I didn't think that it would make sense to like have a Lumity culmination in the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been nice if there was a moment, but because there was so much to squish in, there definitely wasn't time for it. Um, unless they maybe, instead of doing the Willow and Gus uh, uh, crowd uprising, maybe there could have been something with Amity. But but I thought that was good too because they I, I like that part tangential on tangent, but like I like the part because it was. You know, having everybody recognize that it's um it is valuable to be a witch in in different ways than the ways that are being prescribed by the emperor. And I'm c- curious to see what happens um with that moving forward. Okay, but back to back to Lumity. I think like, <laughs> I I just wanted to get that thought out. Um, I I, I think that I I'm just really excited to see what happens in season two. I think that like bringing it bringing it out to then gives a lot of time to really grow in a really natural way. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not upset. I mean, I, I would have liked a moment, but I'm okay. Okay. You're okay. That's, that's good. Big Lumity Shipper. Um, yeah. Br- Allie briefly, uh, okay with no Lumity or, or feeling mad about it. It's kind of both. I mean, I'm really, really just going to echo what Sarah said. Like, it's fine. It makes a lot of sense that there was not, like anything happening with Lumity now, partly because she's in a cast and also because we had a lot more important things to focus on. Amity's like my favorite character. I know like I'd say this about everybody, but she's actually my favorite character. And she's had a really important role and characterization in like three straight episodes prior to Agony of a Witch and this last season finale. And it means a lot to her and also to lose everybody around them. I think it's going to, I hope it's going to come into play in season two with her family background whatever their role with the emperor's coven is and it to me it's fair that she took a backseat for the season finale exposition but i really i'm looking forward to what's going to happen in season two and i'm very afraid like just specifically for the emperor's coven and also because lilith was her mentor so like it does is she gonna know about what happened like clearly we saw she was watching everything that happened on the news on her little tv crystal ball thing so it's not like she's going to be completely unaware of this and i'm very afraid like we had the tryout scene flashback with lilith Lilith and ida trying out for the emperor's coven like are her parents going to force her to do that is she going to have to duel like basha to get into the coven if there's one more spot i don't want it but i do so Luz can help her work past it yes exactly yeah Yeah. but it Uh, wasn't grudge it was like legitimately a duel like hamilton style 
Hamilton. Ten dual so. commandments. Yeah. Uh, no. Edith like, threw it, away her shot. I'm sticking by it. Oh man, she did, she, and then she, she got cursed. She kind of did. Yeah. She's already cursed. She did um, in the best that, way. Oh, oh man, then I didn't know. I also <laughs> was on the train of like, I want a Lumity like attempted confession or like hand cheek kiss, but I'm really like kind of glad we didn't get it because it would have felt out of place. Kiss? Okay. Yeah. Um, like no, the, it, it would have been great, but no, not the time. Uh, yeah, Michelle, brief uh, no Lumity thoughts. Uh, the only way I think this would have worked without it feeling really out of place, like Ali was saying, is if, like, you know, very beginning of the episode, Luce, like, goes to Amity for moral support, like, oh, yes. ma'am, my world's flying apart, Amity's just sitting on her bed with her cast leg, and she's like, oh, well, let's talk it out, and she gives her, like, an emotional pep talk that, you know, speaks to her heart, and it gives her the strength to... But again, like I like that Luz kind of just had this power within her anyway. Like she's uh she loves Ida enough on her own to be able to do this for her. Mm-hmm. And it has like I do think it's nice that she was able to have this moment to just showcase herself and how far she's come regardless of, you know, love interest stuff. Like I do think like that's pretty nice. Um and like honestly, I feel like for me at this point, like there there have been so many wonderful queer shows in children's animation that now I'm getting a little pickier and I'm like, okay, well, you know, romance <laughs> is a big part of being a queer person, but also like outside character development is important too. And you should be able to do both well and for them each to have their moments, not one or the other. So I do like that they prioritize lose just for plot stuff right now. We'll always have more time for sweet stuff. And honestly, yes. I think the sweet stuff hits harder when it's unexpected and like, you know, we, we never know when we're going to get it. Not that they should wait too long, but I think... <laughs> well, you know, now that we, Luz is, yeah. like, officially stuck here, there's no excuse for no exactly. dates. Exactly! Like, we were so worried, <laughs> right? Like, oh, no, Luz is going to go home and we'll be there's able to, like... already no excuse. Time. And now she's <laughs> stuck there for a while, so it's great! They can date for 30 years now, and she yeah. just... Can't, they, can't, they can't do the <laughs> Earth date on Earth uh Limited 100 fanfic, years. Though. Yeah, yes, they no, six seasons in a movie. Hundred, yeah. They're um, gonna when the emperor makes the portal, he's gonna say, "Okay, you two go have fun. Just call me when you're I'm done." I'm waiting for you guys. I can't tell you who is he's this. He's the surprise. biggest. Emperor's the biggest. <laughs> oh, so that's what the day of unity is. It's the day of day of unity. Day, day of lumity. Yes. Mm, coincidence. We cracked it. You did it guys. Okay. That was the okay. secret message all along. Yeah, that yeah. was strong. That was yeah. It. That witch loses a true way thing. Uh, didn't you know let's not pay as much attention to the no, minor <laughs> puzzle things uh, it's not very minor it's referring to the sisters and they can't do like normal witch magic anymore it makes sense yes. i mean it makes sense but it's not like we use like oh this is so incredible like it all come and, together and, and then loses her way home that too yeah and she it lost her way yeah it's like it just spelled out of the a theme yeah. of the finale yeah yeah um so i hear you guys i kind of i partly agree but i also think like uh <laughs> they could. They could. Why not? Why couldn't Am, uh, Amity have joined Luz in this finale? I think it. Like you what? can accomplish oh, the same. Me. The same storytelling beats. The same uh, character growth with Luz. If if the show. If the priority of the show was to have uh, Luz and Amity as the central couple, then you could have had them grow together and face the Emperor together and Luz grows a person um, along, like on her own, along with being with Amity. I think there's totally a way you could do that. It's like, oh, Amity's in a cast. Well, they put Amity in a cast so she wouldn't be in the finale. Like, that's the thinking is you're like, okay, Amity doesn't fit into what we want to do. Let's put her into a cast. By the way, this is why I was predicting this. If you put a character in the cast from a writing <laughs> perspective, it means you don't want them in the story for a little bit. Uh, 
so and 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 then and then like and then you get the scoop moment from that like so it all came down from uh from that order but um like you could have just told the season differently and the reason why it's pretty vehement about like this is what i thought they were doing is because i felt like all along like amity is not like a main character priority for the show i was just kind of trying to read the show's intentions but that doesn't mean like i agree with that approach like i think the show could have switched priorities like the show starts amity's not in the main cast she's not introduced till episode three um she comes on strong in these three episodes in a row right before the finale i i agree i don't know if that was the exact production order there might have been one in the middle but um you know amity's only appeared in half of the episodes of the show um yeah. and uh that's kind of like the role she's played and it felt pretty jarring to eventually get her in this main position for several episodes in a row and especially like the biggest episode of the show of grom for a lot of people and uh it's uh, and you know then she's go she's uh, back sidelined in a very specific way. Um, like I think you could have started to integrate Amity more. It would have made sense with kind of everything that was going on. I think it is. It's not just that you could have done that. I think it is like specifically jarring that she's not here. Yeah, um, like you have yep, to yep. check in with her a few times. Um, so I, I think you can. I think you can move in this direction in season two, and it doesn't mean you can't. But uh, you have to. Have that's to. The okay, They're that's setting a it up so they will do that. I think I have. I have a, a thought. Yes. This is the only time I'm going to say this in a positive okay. way. But I think we can really take a lot from Star and Marco's relationship mm, here. I'm listening. <laughs> With no, Luz and Amity. Gone. Because, like, yes, they were sort of co-leads. But Star was always going to be more of the main character. And I know, I know they had more seasons and Marco got more focused later on. He had a whole harem and it was a thing. But, I, you know... <laughs> Luz is the main character. Her life doesn't revolve around Amity. And, like, just because they're both wonderful characters, I think, like, I I understand and respect that decision to let Luz kind of focus on a majority of things, some of which involve Amity, but everything doesn't involve Amity because Amity is one part of her life. And she she's, like, not even as far along in her feelings being conscious to her, it seems, as Amity's are. Mm. And so, like, especially for season one, like, I, it really, I mean, it, it took Star and Mark, and I can't believe I'm talking about them, but it took them two seasons to really even sort of start to get on the same page, and then two more to really even cement that. And they were best friends, like, Amity's not even her best friend, so, like, yeah, I, I don't think this is like a She-Ra situation where like half the show just like focuses on each of the main characters who are in love. I think like this is much more of a Star Marco kind of situation where like one person's the main person and they have someone who's very important to their lives, but it's not necessarily always going to have them together because the main person's story is the one we're mostly going to follow. And like that's a pretty normal thing to do. And just because like we stand them both in their relationship so hard, like... I don't think they necessarily have to do everything together because, like, I respect them as people and I want their whole lives to be fleshed out, not just their love. Because, again, I'm going to be picky now. We have enough to choose from. I can say that. It's a very good point that, like, if you're queer, that's not all you are and it shouldn't be. Like, just like anything about your personality. Like, I'm not just a weed. Sorry, Ellie. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, I think you know, going out there and trying to smash the patriarchy and all that—that's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So I totally agree. They can 
development outside of the romance. And I think you could have had Amity there and it not just be like a romantic thing. They could yeah. have just been fighting together. Um, the big difference with, uh, I, and so the big difference between Star and Marco is Marco is a main character alongside Star. I agree Star is the primary focus, but you know, Marco's in like almost every episode. Marco's there beside Star all, all the time. Amity's not a main character. Like that's the thing is she's yeah. in the supporting cast. Yes. She's not in half the episodes. Yes. Um, I think it's kind of a different situation here where, uh, that, the, where Star is all about Star and Marco's dynamic. Like, it's not romantic and you want to build up time. This show is, has not committed to that. You know, like, it's, it's, we thought it kind of was going there maybe, but, uh, it's, it's definitely more, int- this season at least was more interested in, uh, Ida and, uh, and loses like kind of mentorship relationship. And that's what the finale ended up focusing on. Um, I think we're going to see if it shifts focus to make Amity in the main cast. That is my number one priority. I think for season two, it's absolutely um, going to putting Marco Amity and Star into the also main started cast. out as friends. Like these two started yeah, out as pretty much, out. you're going to hate it, but it's like enemies to lovers. Like they really know totally. Amity didn't they, like yeah. lose. She wanted her. They, to yes, they, they were. Yes. enemies for like one episode, if you want to call it that. Uh, <laughs> no, but the, not one. They were enemies for half school. of the first season. No, they really <laughs> were. They really weren't. But, they were episode reluctant. seven, reluctant. They're, they're bonding. They're bonding yeah. a lot by episode seven. But um, and I think you could do it like Star and Marco. But I think you can just get them together quickly. I think that's valid too. Uh, but I do think they put the dynamic of like Amity crushing on Luz, Luz not realizing, so they can focus on Luz. Like Luz isn't thinking about that yet. I think that checks out. I think they've approached yeah. it in a good way. But I really think Amity needs to be in the main cast in in yeah. season two because I, my biggest criticism of the season is it's felt very jarring that some episodes Amity's the most important character. Some episodes Amity. He's not there at all. Um, like, uh, I, I think the show would feel a lot more um, resonant to me. Uh, it, I think, whereas season one, I think sometimes felt a little dissonant. Uh, if uh, Amity's there, we focus on Ida and Lilith and Amity. Like, they all can be in the same, uh, they call, all can be at the same place at the same time. Um, you know, I don't know if Amity needs to run one run away from home and live in the Owl House, but she could yes, visit a obviously. lot. Uh, that would be yes, ideal. <laughs> but no, she'd hate that. I am worried. I am like, this is serious. Like, do we think Amity or Lilith hates Hootie more at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Could either of them live with him? I don't think so. I don't that know. Would, that would, yeah, point. we need that drama. Uh, don't coming. kill Hootie, please. They're gonna. Like, yeah, my prediction, is, uh, my prediction is. My prediction is Hootie is. Hootie uh, admires Amity after she beat him up. She's gonna. Like, no, Hootie's like. Uh, yeah, because Lilith like, couldn't handle him, but Amity like. Yeah, yeah Hootie's like, whoa, someone could uh, take me. I'm. I yeah. like. Yeah. You know, oh my so, god. Oh whoa, that's crazy. Anyway, not like that, but friendship. Reluctant friendship will form. In I'm like, two. I'm convinced that Amity, I mean, she has to be a, a main character by the second season. I still kind of care, well, not characterize her. I consider her like one of the main characters, if not like the second one, because they keep emphasizing her name and how the Emperor's Coven is important to her. And it's going to be a huge plot point. They can't so, well, ignore So in, ter- in terms of the Amity and the Emperor's Coven, that yeah. was in episode five, the, the mentorship with Lilith. And it really did yeah. not come back this yeah, season. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I was like, oh, like it would make sense if Amity, like, you know, going in was like if Amity appears because they introduced her as being like a protege of Lilith for the Emperor's Coven. And that's like a super important thing to her. And I'm like, you know, that, Plus, you know, narratively building up her importance over the like several eps be- before the finale. It's like, you know, Amity should be there and she wasn't. And I think that was like the most like confusing thing. Someone on Twitter pointed out like it is kind of relevant in the episode before this in Agony of a Witch because like you could see. She's looking I mean, at the obviously, poster. 
Yeah, I mean, we see... Like, they nod to it, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. We see an episode, you said five, Dylan, that where, um, like, Lilith helps Amity cheat. Like, you can tell, like, she's not a good mentor. Like, we know that their (laughs) relationship isn't the best, and that's why she tells the poster to shut up. Like, I just want to see their interactions now, like, especially if she knows what happened. So now, with Lilith potentially on the outs of the Emperor's Coven, we've resolved that potential conflict between Amity's love of Luz and Amity's deference to the Emperor's Coven. Like, maybe Amity will be fully anti-Emperor's Coven. I would. Ex- I mean, I, I don't, don't think it makes much sense. No. It's going to make it way more complicated. Well, of course, of course like the parents, we're starting to see the parents, and and that'll be a conflict. It doesn't mean that's what Amity wants, but that'll be a pressure on her. We do see the parents briefly in the finale in the background. Like, um, if her if her parents could stop her from having her best friend be her best friend, I mean, like, I think there's like an implied extreme amount of control they have yeah. over their kids. Yeah, I think they she's breaking free of that. Of she's starting school. to break free. But it's not easy. Like, I think not her easy. parents are, like, tougher than the average tough parents. And that's, like, <laughs> ugh. Like, I want to know how the twins, like, why are they yeah! not focusing on the twins? Like, they're the older siblings right there. Shouldn't they be getting more of the pressure? I don't understand. Maybe they, yeah, we need more twins. There are they're really off, off screen stuff. Um, now, Amity's parents, I think, are one of the only people in position to be villains in, in season they two. Are so I think they're way more terrifying. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, like, like I said, I we don't like have many. Emperor more than I just like her parents, but <laughs> maybe that's a hot I don't know take. about that. Emperor seemed kind of cool. <laughs> that is a hot we, take. we don't have many surrogates for the Empire, like I, Emperor, like I said. Now, the little has gone. I think the Amity's parents might fill that Emperor surrogate role. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Um, I mean, I bet they do, like, admire him in some ways. Like, uh, somehow, even though we don't know anything about them, really, that sort of checks out just in terms of their vibe. Like, what do they do? Are they just rich people or do they yeah, work for the coven? People. I don't know. Okay, let's, uh, let's talk about the emperor, the though, mythology. Markets. They just don't do anything all day. Just watch it. They don't do anything all day. They that own which, which stocks? Okay. Um, the uh, <laughs> Possible. Um, the Yeah, the the emperor. So we, we learn a lot about uh, what's, what's going on with the emperor here. And I, the reason that reminds me of that is because you know, probably Amity's parents would be deferential to the Emperor because it seems like everyone kind of buys into this. Uh, Emperor's presented himself as kind of a messianic figure uh, with the, t- the fallen Titan. He speaks to the Titan. We don't know if he actually speaks to the Titan. We don't yeah, know if he... We also don't know if he believes. We know that he lied because he said, oh, the Titan told me to let you to go. No, yeah. no, no. Lou's just like, he He's thought he was bargaining lying. with Lou's and then Lou's cracked his face and blew yeah. up his yeah, chance. Yeah, so he does so lie at the end. It, that's true. Yeah, he, he straight up lied. And it's like, we, he, he we still can could, He still that. could talk to the Titan sometimes and leverage it other times, you know. He like, he's like one of those religious people. It's like, oh yeah, God told me like this that's is what exactly we do it. today. It's a cult. Like, yeah, even in the book. Like, like I want to read this excerpt if you'll let me, okay, because it like okay, tells you like, it tells you how much of a colonizer he is. It says before he ascended to the throne, Emperor Bellos gained prominence as a crusader for unity during the Savage Ages. He believes that chaos comes from wild magic and can only bring peace by controlling such magic in a common system. He rules by fear and an iron fist. His past remains largely unknown. Nevertheless, the Savage Ages caused such devastation that many people have proved willing to follow him. Like it's just out of fear. Nobody really knows what he's about. They're just afraid of everything, and it's disgusting, and I hate it. I love how he just frames, like, you know, free-spirited magic is just savage. Like, Like, giving it that kind of title to just make it seem so evil. And even how he was using Ida as, like, an owl lady, like, in her form to be like, this is the punishment for going against the system. You don't want to end up like this. Like, yeah, you're right. It is saying things that, like, the Titans will. Yeah, Yeah. and, like, blaming it on some higher power that doesn't even exist, probably. (laughs) 
Yeah, so uh, to me, this this ties that this notion that the emperor just ascended fifty years ago. This is pretty recent, um, and yeah. that their system is new. This kind of ties the show together for me. I I kind of wish they'd established it earlier, but they do establish it in these two episodes. Um, I think they briefly say it in the second to last, and King recounts it in more mm-hmm. detail through the book here. Um, but yeah, th- this is like emperors a new. They it used to be all uh, all wild magic. That's kind of what uh, Ida represents, and the emperor's trying to control everyone through uh, fits with our conformity themes with the conformatorium and stuff. Um, to tie, try is trying to tie it through the uh, the coven system, um, and uh, it's it's interesting that the Titan gave. Uh, animated maybe all these uh all this life made it all magical there um that this is we have this this titan looming over them uh you know i think i've, I've seen people speculating is the emperor a human who got magic yeah. through the the titan oh, that's i've oh seen that God. recently and I'm are like, oh are God, all this. are all the witches humans who just happened to be in the boiling isles when everyone was is granted this magic be like there? star versus <laughs> i was going to give you like our a weird amphibia hot takes about the king, but I mean, we'll save that. It's great if we bring that up. We think everyone's a human in disguise trying to go back to. I, I frequently they are. The I guy in the owl yeah, hoodie is the Duolingo owl, but also he's a human. So the emperor sends a guy in an. <laughs> oh, it's either, is it an owl hoodie or is it an actual owl? What is the. Oh, God. Like question. the face is made from an actual owl? Oh, my God. He's a you know, it's like one of the weird creature people. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I think it's un. I, I thought it was like a mask, but it could so be his I. face. Uh, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. So they're going to be someone spying on them. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like having the setup now with with the emperor there, and and the emperor we now we know the emperor wants to the portal. He's constructing a circular portal. Uh, I've seen that many a times now uh, in animated shows. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, it's, it's, so Luz blew up the thing, but he's he's. It's I'm like, why don't you just go after Luz? Why are you letting her go? Oh, she he's like, I don't you know. Who cares? He blew it up. I can still create the portal from it i guess um why is he using magic though like i think it's weird he's building a portal right like isn't that weird right so he's it's a lot of people commented him using technology that's interesting that could be a sign he's a human they Um, all have technology in some form in this world though like they have the crystal balls as a tv yeah what's the difference between magic powered technology and technology you know like uh, i don't know oh Um, that's true magic, magic manifests as technology to us but to them it's magic i'm not sure um, but yeah, he's making the portal. He says to Luz, I don't want to invade Earth. Um, interesting. He so, says that's not the Titan's will. It's not, not that boring. Will. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> he literally said I'm not that boring. He's like, like, it's really? not, yeah, it's even worse than that, probably. He wants to destroy everything. Like, I, I, it doesn't make sense. What I don't, I don't know. I am curious how magic acts in the real world because we had that brief struggle between yeah. Lilith and it's like, it seems like know, they can't like, use magic. I don't well, know if Lilith could, could, but Luz couldn't. So I wonder if that has something to do with why the Emperor wants to get mm. in. I, I feel like it's magic related because magic is tied to his power. So I feel like it's like a very, like, he wants to do something to either get more powerful or to limit other people's potential to happen. Like maybe he'll ostracize people to like Earth if they can't use magic there. I don't know, but I feel like it's about magic for him. I feel like that's all he cares about. Mm-hmm. Which has got the which is the sacks of of ball ball on connected bile. to their bile connected bile, to their yeah. hearts, whereas Luz taps into the magic of the realm, right? So yeah, that's why she can't use the magic there. It makes sense to me on Earth. Um, the uh, yeah, so that that's going to be an interesting plot point, and so now we kind of have a status quo where the Emperor's preparing for the Day of Unity, where he's going to use the portal. 
Um, and, the day of uh, Lumity. The day of Lumity, right. Lumity. So where he's going to culminate his ship, yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> Don't his ship. Don't curse the ship before it happens. It's happening. If, I mean, if he's if he gets them together, I, we, I'm fine with him. Like, <laughs> we have no choice but to stand. <laughs> we have happens. no choice but to stand, yeah. So it's an interesting yeah. dynamic going to season two. We we work, we, you know, we do kind of, it's like, are they're going to just be okay with Luz going to magic school, but spying on them? I guess so. It seems weird, but That's sure. That's the thing. Like uh, the teacher in the crowd was also like supportive of no petrification mm-hmm. of Ida. So how are the kids going to be going back to school? Like in spite of all this sudden anarchy in the community of like, right. So wherever there this seems is. to be seeds of anti-emperor sentiment, sentiment, which he didn't necessarily see. Um, like, so, how are they going to school? This doesn't make sense. Yeah, Prince, a good look for Principal Bump, who's uh, yeah. initially seemed terrible, but has been Emperor agreeable at, at, a few, crushed, at a few points. Thank you. <laughs> he's not the Emperor, yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's just oh my god, I'm, I'm sad that that can't be a theory now. That's amazing. His <laughs> alter ego was we don't the friendly headband. two places at the same time. <laughs> he is wearing, a, like, that book's wearing a mask. That's true, Sarah. It, the theory's not dead. What if he's, it's just what an illusion? Like, what he, if it's he's, Hollow Emperor? Yeah, exactly. Hollow Emperor. <laughs> We also, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we also see him like powered by potentially tal- talisman in the last episode, and that's that. Without we don't see that fully this episode. God, he does I was t- so disturbed and worried. They get Albert. Albert back. Yeah, that supports God. the human theory, though, right? That he doesn't have biomagic, yeah. so he'd have to use like extra supercharged. Yeah, magic maybe that's stuff. his version of loses glyphs. Like, just crushes yeah. talisman met- into his face. They're never here. Bat queen gonna want to like just hoard her juice forever yeah, I'm mad we didn't, i thought they were gonna call in a favor from her and like get all the talisman to attack him that? she owes Ida favors would have been they, perfect she'll come back in season two maybe yeah, she'll we'll like get, help yeah, protect we'll her. get back when back yeah um, but also since he has the portal how is luz sending those videos to her mom or even texts right, like so she doesn't I, have service i interpreted anymore. as she was just recording it to show her in the yeah just to, to give her later because she was like not even pretending to not be but in the she was speaking in like the present tense, uh, not present tense, but she was like, "I'll find yeah, my she, way back." She's to like, you. she's like vlo- vlogging yeah. to show her mom, She'll and she said, "Leave a light on later. for me." This isn't. I mean, it's vlogging, but to be a vlog, you have to upload it in a, within a certain time. <laughs> it's a Is vlog a just for herself right now. Right now, it's like a journal, and later it'll. Oh be... yeah, it's like a journal. Yeah, yeah, a journal. Like yeah, but journal. it doesn't seem that way. The way she was talking to it made it seem like it was, she was... a little confusing. Yeah, it's like a journal letter that she's gonna show her mom when she's able to. Yeah, no, that, that's how she's justifying hiding everything from her. Where is to... creepy Luz? Is she in the human realm? I'm so I, right. I okay, was, so we don't see I the payoff so to the letters. I'm done with creepy Luz theory already. It hasn't even happened yet. I just no, like, it's because I don't... of the letters. So but, the letter, no, yeah. I so... Mean, so... Why would Ida just write those letters to me? Her... It just makes so much sense that Ida would just like do that. Luz's voice actress brought up Creepy Luz in an uh, interview. Like when the season first started, she was like, "Watch out for Creepy Luz. You're gonna see Watch her." Out? And like, what? Yeah. Watch out for Creepy. So my 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 oh. read on this, which I some people don't agree with, I, I still I think everything in the finale supports the Emperor writing the letters because I think he baited well, Luz into the portal to gain access to the portal to because he wants the portal. So to me, but that's how still is all he sending out. the letters if that portal was what he needed? Right. So he is some. Oh my God, that's some true. Sl- some slot, but not a full portal he can go through or something. You know, I don't know. We <laughs> yeah, don't he's know. a portal mail slot. He's a the portal mail slot. The yeah. Emperor is very calculated. He doesn't seem like a man who would just make a lot of uh, rookie mistakes, like, you know, spelling her name wrong the first try That's and crossing true. it out. Oh, it, maybe it's like a, a Kiki, Kiki, Kiki wrote oh, the letters. Oh, God, she's the one with so the Kiki's just, Maybe uh, Kiki did yeah. it. I would believe that because Kiki so, like, keeps saying, like, Kiki might be the mastermind. Maybe she's <laughs> the one in control of the letters. But why would she write the, spell the name wrong? You know, she hasn't 
uh, I think she, Kiki just doesn't no. care. So that's why. Maybe her intern did it because she's too busy to actually. <laughs> Kiki, Kiki is the intern. I feel like. <laughs> Who's her intern? <laughs> I don't know if her intern is like a student who me. just. Yeah. This is <laughs> no that's way. what that's what they're training Amity Amity to be when yeah. she would have run the letters. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, any other predictions uh, or hopes? How about hopes for see? We we've talked about more Amity. We've talked about Lumity. Um, and anything jumping out? Amity's parents in the background. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean that, that seems to be something we'll do. That was that was a Azula in the back of the Agni Kai kind of moment. Oh, like Jesus they're gonna they're coming in big next season. I feel like. Yeah, I'm like that's my hope, but also my biggest fear. Yeah, I'm scared to meet them, but I feel like it's important that we meet them. Well, they, if they're the if they're a big villain next season, that means Amity is super prominent. So I'm on. <gasps> yes, exactly. I don't. I don't... I don't like this, like, condemning random parents to, like, villainy. Like, I think there's, like, a little more you gotta do to to reach the villain, like, but that's what you know, namesake. I mean, we, maybe we that's sketchy right now. They're just tough parents. So, I don't know. It's hard to be a parent. I'm not a parent. I mean, they, we, are, we, already, we already know that they tried to force her to be this friends is with way her. That's already pretty bad. villain. Like, they made her break up her friendship with Willow. That's terrible. Like, they, yeah. they blocked her from drink school. Like, this is toxic it's parenting. Not Bellows. I just don't want to put her Yeah, they're not, like, they're not like a Bellows, but they're like a they're personal worse. villain. They're Amity's personal villain. They're worse. That's my hot take. Okay, They're so not. yeah, that's that. We'll see. Yeah, but I don't know. I just it, Amity, please, in the more Amity, um, yeah. Lumity. Are, okay, how about Lumity? Lumity prediction for season two. Like, uh, when are they gonna get together? End of the season? Not until after the season? Oh, I think we're, the season. I think Luz is gonna find out about how Amity feels definitely by the end of season two. But beyond that, I don't know. That's so like, many episodes far- just for that one uh, <laughs> development. Do we know uh, how many we're getting so yet? Even great. We, I mean, we certainly, uh, presumably, it's twenty episodes again. We don't, um, we don't know for sure, and we don't, we haven't heard if it's beyond uh, renewed beyond season two yet. Um, but you know, we could do Luz has a crush on Amity without realizing Amity has a crush on her. We could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Midway, do... that's where it's going to begin. Like Luz is going to have a gay awakening. Well, she's no, already I, had it. But... I, 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 I actually, I don't know. I feel like a big moment in the premiere. There, a big moment in the premiere. Not like getting together, but like. Uh, change that we i don't need yes. the ambity crushing on loose status quo for like half the season like we can uh do a move in a new direction in the beginning of the season both of them crushing on each other is really that's good too yeah like, both of them being stupid oblivious that's all i need <laughs> i think like amity would figure it out if Luz she i mean smart. she might be you scared too. of it maybe like you know just because you know doesn't mean you follow through so maybe that's there's true. like trepidation that mm-hmm. it'll you know it'll change their whole dynamic and that'll like mm-hmm. ruin their friendship. Yeah, yeah. ruin their friendship yeah classic so. trope. but also she's like maybe this is like how humans are to everybody like i don't oh, know oh god no we can't do <laughs> that do because that. Luz so is stupid. already so oblivious to friends <laughs> so and if amity's like that there's no we can, it'd be too painful we can't <laughs> yes we do it's 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 fine if they're both stupid then it's just they, then they deserve each other yeah it's season. true yeah they perfect um, for each other no, i feel like we had wing it like witches was this whole episode centered on the dynamic of amity crushing on lose without lose knowing so i feel like we did that i mean it was great so we could do it for even more episodes but we already did we already did a whole episode with that you know we could we could switch it up right away there's could, always there's no limit it doesn't exist 
<laughs> does not exist. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, no, I, I really, I know, I like, I don't think it's going to happen based on it, one. In order for this to happen, which is them getting together during the season, if not early-ish in the season, um, which I ultimately want because I really want that dynamic during uh, during the show. I think that'd be a really good thing to explore. I haven't seen it before for many shows. Um, in order for that to happen, Amity would have to be a main character, and they would have to move quickly. So it's like a lot to to have happen. But it's, I think, you know, I think it's in play at least. Oh yeah, they really focused on it. Losing Amity at the end of the season, it will happen either in the middle or the end. I'm calling it. It has to happen here. They gotta get a date by the end, by the finale. Yeah, first date date is the finale. You you know, there's there's always the possibility that something they realize they like each other, but something keeps them apart. Yes, no, and that something is the coven. (laughs) I hate it. I don't want it. We like, like we said, we we've seen this from Starko. We don't need this anymore. We don't need that, this. <laughs> but it's fine. It's it if it's queer. It's <laughs> it would be yeah, better. No but it would everything's be, uh... new again. Suddenly, when you make it queer, that <laughs> it is, is true. It's so sad, but it's true. I mean, I don't, I don't want to see that play out for very long. I think no, it's possible. That it could be there for a little bit, like yeah, five yeah. episodes max, please. That's too much yeah, already. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anything else from the last episode? I think we covered most things. Uh. The anything from Agony the Witch, everyone's talking about the big fight scene with Lilith Anita. Um, it was a DBZ fight scene. Come <laughs> hey, so on, on. Just that's anime. a compliment. Oh, right. Not all yeah, anime is anime in general. I thought all anime was DBZ. I don't know. No, it would don't. be better if it was. Honestly, but in the grand scheme of things, it would be much not better. Start! I swear to God, <laughs> hot, these cakes are too hot for this. Okay, hoodie sucks. How about that take? Is oh that my God! Hot? Okay, we need to delete that. You can't. Post oh, I'm that sorry. I apologize. I have to cut that out. Uh, back to Lilith and Eva. Nobody, nobody heard. That, I, I right? thought Bad. it was like very dramatic and very emotionally intense, very beautifully animated. Oh my God! Spencer Wan is a god. Yeah, and then uh, big uh, dramatic moments at the end with Ida sacrificing herself for Luz. I appreciate that you said that episode isn't really your speed because it used to be mine, and I'm getting really like emotionally drained from it. As as great as it was, <laughs> maybe like, next waiting... year it'll be your speed, but not this year, right? Like uh... maybe, yeah. But <laughs> they, I mean, it was like agony waiting this week. But I also really liked it. Like I've told you guys this. I even tweeted about it. I love watching a show that airs weekly instead of binging it, so we can all have time to talk about it and sit in our agony together, and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sitting right, in agony over together. a communal show is like literally the best feeling. I've it's missed so much it. Fun. <laughs> You've oh. been in the twenties. It's fun. That's yeah, it's still fun. That's true. We were, this was our life. Uh... <laughs> Like in our teens, <laughs> teenagers in college, yeah, that's just so long ago. We, have, you know, who knows? Disney might be, might uh, binge air this next season. We no, I it was fun. I think they could. really they made such a. I think they're going to see some good feedback from this, at least in terms of the fandom, which seems to be part of the desire for the ratings crew to like. I like. I really hope Cartoon does this. Like they kind of have it with some other shows, but they could be always could be better. Stop trying to do this on. Like if you're gonna air this on TV, don't you dare treat it like Netflix. I don't understand why it's so hard for people to understand. Good lord, they're completely different ways of viewing media. Like I mean, this, Disney on. also does the weird thing where they put it on their app before the TV airing. So I mean, I Cartoon does that too. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's just the new the new way of doing it. Um, no, Disney. Disney this year made a renowned effort to air things weekly. They've been going mm-hmm. back and forth for a while, and they they Amphibia and the show, and they they have been doing weekly. The show has always been weekly, though, notably. So I, I do think mm-hmm. Disney kind of considers this the 
their their big plot show. So I think they would, if yeah. any show, they would keep this one weekly. I feel like. That's a good point. Um. Okay, Sarah. Anything else from either episode or any uh, season two or any closing thoughts? Um, there was a line I don't think we mentioned that Lou says when she's talking to Lilith and Lil's trying to get, get her to trust her. She's Lou's like, I don't like your whole deal. <laughs> the joint points her <laughs> finger in a circle. Good, yeah. That was like iconic <laughs> among the many things that yeah. that Lou says in the episode. Like, she's like she's just like so fierce, and uh, I, yeah, I, I gotta good, stand. That was really fierce. <laughs> no choice. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> that was a really good line. That was Liz speaking for the fandom right there. With uh, yeah, with I don't like your deal. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. so good. Ali, oh, uh, anything else? Yes, because I have a note about Augustus's dad. We were introduced yes. to him, and we have his last name now too. It's Porter. Everybody has Porter. a last name that's Aww. important. What's Willow's mm. last name? Park, yeah, Willow Park. Park. Yeah. Park. And I'm still oh. convinced that one of her dads is Korean because yeah, that that's a Korean sense. last Yeah, we still don't know if it's because she's Korean or if it's because she does uh, plant It's magic. both. It's totally <laughs> both. It's totally both. It's a pun on both, yeah. Okay. Also, the updated credits made me happy. Like, even if it's just a little detail, I'm glad when they do that. What was in the credits? The Ida having her gem be black and her heterochromia. Okay. In the uh, closing credits? Mm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, because okay. there was oh, no wow. intro this time. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, there was like, no wow, that was also that's very jarring. Very noticeable. I am really uncomfortable with her like different eye colors. I don't know. I just, I <laughs> just you want her to be okay. Michelle. I just want her. I, I am like kind of really upset, like on a personal level, that I can't stand either the same way if she's not going to have like just this nice. insane amount of like magic power. But like again, that is personal growth I will undergo adapting to new Ida, who's going to find strength in a new way, and that's fine. It's just, it's just a little. She's going to be the most powerful. Cliff Witch alongside Luz. It'll be good. Cliff Witch, yeah. That's true. Cliff Witch. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm real excited for Ida going in a new direction next season. I like that, like like Michelle talked about, I like that they did actually culminate the curse plotline this season. We'd speculated that mm-hmm. even earlier in the podcast. I like that they brought everything to a head, and this is like a character that has all this as a foundation, and we can do new and interesting things with her. Um, I, I think I, a, a lot of possibilities to go with Ida's character. It's really interesting. Uh, Michelle, any anything else from the episodes or final thoughts? Yeah, I had one final thought on Ida. Surprise! There, when she um when she's still in her owl form, but she's like conscious of her human self in the cage, and she's talking to Luce in the room, and she's saying like, "You gotta get out of here! Like it's too late for me." She brings up like explicitly like you know like I had fun for a while, but now I got caught, and I'm gonna just like face it. But I have no regrets about how I spent my life, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is." This is why I love Ida. She's just so unapologetically herself and herself happens to be like the kind of person we all kind of in our hearts want to be in the sense that she's just like, she doesn't care what anyone thinks. She's so good at what she does. Like she's very like off the beaten track. She, she just like, she has a fun life and she does what she wants and she's so, she's so capable and she never doubts that. And just having that opposed to a very like, patriarchal systematic world that i know we're gonna destroy in this show at this point i'm just like so excited they make it so easy to love her and they give her stuff like that to say and she just backs it up and it's just really nice i like Hita a lot and she's a great adoptive mom slash aunt mentor mm-hmm. like she's great slash pet owner yeah yeah sure <laughs> wait so loses the pet 
Slash <laughs> Hootie Wrangler. She wears many hats. Hootie is the pet, yeah. Not oh, King. I thought about, I actually no, thought it's King. definitely King. King. Hey, I want, I want King. to know one thing. Like, at the, be- at the beginning, King is like, you know, uh, you know, Ian and I don't always really get along, but I care about her too. And I'm like, when has there been, like, that much animosity <laughs> between King and Ida? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, King is Ida's pen. They love each other. Like, I yeah. don't get well, it. That, he, he early early in the then. season, they had a lot of, like, let's, we have different approaches to things, plot yeah. lines. There's a yeah. lot, I feel like there's a lot of that early, but yeah, that didn't there, really like, resonate There was, anymore. but, like, there was never anything there. there. Like, I never, like, you know, I wouldn't have seen, like, King being, re- like, reluctant in any way to help save yeah. Ida. I, I, I agree with that. that felt weird but I think in their eyes that was a that was a through line for the season was yeah. different approaches with the yeah. two of them so they referenced it at the end um, but yeah. it's just they love each other too much so it didn't like of course he's gonna help you know yeah um my, my yeah last thought i didn't mention was uh, i like like i said i think the with the presentation of this mythology with king's book and also in their blast past episode i think this the, the season comes together a lot better for me i now understand ida is our wild witch like we know that there are wild witches who don't yes. conform to the emperor's uh to the, to the emperor's system of magic um so i i now understand ida's role better which i was a little bit unsure of earlier mm-hmm. in the season but also what that makes me excited for is meeting potential other wild yes. witches next <gasps> season yes, yes it's true thank you for bringing that up i almost forgot about that like i like in addition to amity's parents and that that uh, owl spy i think just it's a lock that will meet like a flock of wild witches at a some point elsewhere on the what if like the back queen knows about them because she's the yeah, one maybe protecting the, ba- the palismans who were abandoned maybe they were mm. abandoned by the wild witches and yeah that, that could be a connection but um yeah that this this seems like the easiest in for new characters for me would be the 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 wild witches and like they're the rebellion or something and uh like maybe oh, there's gonna be a rebellion, rebellion. Let amity rebellion yeah. wild no she will i think lilith's gonna tra- train amity for the rebellion like as her like due diligence Jeez. at this point that, maybe that's like, what lilith does as she yeah. goes off to be a wild witch even further oh, into the wilds yes. than uh ida is yeah yes. that's Please. a possibility Okay, so yeah, I think there's a lot. This finale, in addition to just being like, I think a uh, great episode, um, IMO second best spying Grom episode of the season, also brings up a lot of uh, really interesting plot threads for the next season. Um, in addition to Lumity, which also is my final thought, is uh, Lumity next season. Of course. that's all of our final thoughts don't lie i'm interested after this no lumity two finale is the fandom gonna still be so lumity focused in off season probably i've seen so much fan art already not even relating to this episode from today when they don't give us stuff in this show that just makes us write more fan fiction. Hello. Yeah, you need to add in all the head yeah, yeah. Yeah. You need to fill in the gaps. So that's what we'll be doing. We need to. I already have like 10 ideas that I need to write down. <laughs> Do it. Yes. Uh, Amity. Amity will be out of the cast by the time next season starts. Yes. So we got to oh, fill in the gaps between that. Are we going to have a time skip? Like how big is it going to be? I think not that big probably. Maybe like a week just so everyone gets a little more settled after yeah, all the stuff like that, that went yeah. down. As long as Amity but- can be out of her cast. Yeah, I mean, it was the, 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 the cast was device, so she wouldn't be in the finale. Hopefully now it'll be off so she can be back in the show. But, okay, so we can start to wrap up. Um, let us know what you thought of anything about the our podcast on The Owl House at the end of the season. Um, we'll see if this podcast gets as many views as the Lumity ones. I'm <laughs> suspecting not. Uh, oh come on that's what you think we did yeah, talk about lumity think. on here mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna do the lumity clickbait headline but we're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not gonna end up doing that uh yeah i wanna yeah i'm gonna just re- recut the finale but add amity in that's gonna be the no um she's did just one always in the background yeah. on the bed 
Mr. Bolin. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, yeah. So let us know YouTube comments, overlyanimated.com. Um, and you make sure you're subscribed. We'll see if we have any Owl House, uh, off season podcasts or anything. We can see about that. And, um, we'll be awaiting further news for the Owl House. Um, we talk about it on our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. And if you liked this, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our Patreon of podcast. Oh, Beatrice. And thanks as I start patron executive producers, Ryan Skibax, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, Needle, and Phonition. Um, check out other stuff at overlyanimated.com, um, including Infinity, Infinity Train coverage, Amphib- Amphibia coverage. Um, we had glitch tech stuff and our Ghibli rewatch series, the Miraculous Ladybug, all that at overlyanimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.